0: A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am mine? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Games, <laughs> music, The Podcast. Rob D, the Deadpool Hitter. Me and Phil Douceau just sat down and we ran through some free agent signings and some other thoughts that were on our mind. This was pretty much on a whim. No doc notes, no podcast notes for the night. We just uh, had some time, felt the need to talk a little bit, and we put it out into the world right before my live 8.30 fast Gladiator draft on the NFBC. So... Um, we, yeah, we hit some of the recent free agency signings, some other things, um, such as shifting and all that fun stuff. It's, uh, we never know where the conversations will go, but, um, yeah, quick little informative podcast for you. Enjoy. (laughs) All righty folks, this is Rob D, the Deadpool hitter. I'm here with my man, Phil Dussault, the robot. We are doing an on the whim podcast because... Why not? What else to do an hour before I have a live gladiator draft and go through some free agent signings and some movement with Phil. So we're just going to talk. We don't really have an outline, uh, but thats I think that's the best way to do it. Right, Phil? Yeah, it's
1: a great way to sell the podcast.
0: Yeah, why not? (laughs) And uh, no one's going to turn it off because you're on. So its uh, they don't have to hear me yabble. But um, we're just going to go through some of the free agent stuff. um, And I guess... Who knows? We'll probably be asking each other questions and know how to, hear a lot of ums and ahs, but it, it'll be fun. Um, Joe, a, lot yeah, a, lot a lot of clicks. A lot of clicks going around fan graphs. A lot of clicking. <laughs> a lot of clicking. Multiple tabs open. Um, do we have to talk about Aaron Judge? Not really, right?
1: Not really. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of money. It comes down to whether or not he can stay hurt and whether yoga can, can keep him healthy until he's 40.
0: Yeah. Yoga and the secret cream. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Jake the snake, Jake the goat, the Grom going to Texas? Any movement in your rankings or anything that maybe catches your eye about him moving out to the AL?
1: um No, I mean, you know, I had him ranked as a neutral park. And that's at first when they they moved to Global, I feel that it looked like it'd be more, more pitcher friendly. Last year was more hitter friendly. So it kind of looks like a neutral park um, in terms of team offense is the downgrade from what he had last year, but the way that the Rangers are spending right now, they're probably going to be um, average above average. Um, A lot of, a lot of star power, but not a ton of depth, Um, but they're not done yet. So we'll see what they do. Um, The pole, the bullpen is okay. Not spectacular. Um, So it's, terms of fantasy. I don't think it changes that much. Um, In terms of real life as in, non-Mets fan. I think it's kind of cool that the there's another team that's willing to spend and beat the Mets to, to get a uh, um, high-quality pitcher.
0: Absolutely. W- what do you think about them already signing um, Heaney as well? Like, Does that make it more maybe clear for you that they might be going with Leclerc as their closer, especially with like Jansen being the one guy I think they w- we were kind of afraid of maybe going there?
1: Yeah, because I think there aren't a lot of Guys with closer experience on the on the market right now. Um, David Robertson, but I don't think he'd close over LeClerc or pretty much. I mean, if, if Robertson goes back to say the Cubs, then he might close. But any closer that we're drafting right now in the top 10 or 15, their job is probably safe. Um, right. unless there's a trade, which which can happen. We saw it, um we've seen it before. We saw it a while back with the famous Kimberl trade on. Uh, was opening day or the the day before opening day um yep that was a while ago but um we've seen trade surprises but in terms of free agents i don't think much is going to change right now for the way the way we're drafting
0: I like it I like it for my boy Jose Leclerc I
1: know you're you're're um, you're, 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 you're sold on Leclerc. You've been talking about him for, even before he came by a class, you just started talking about him in our chat.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and Months before. <laughs> I knew that you guys had enough because there was like no responses. It would be like oh, I'm really going to speculate on Jose uh, Leclerc. And then the next thing was like, do you guys like Mike Minor this week? A <laughs> like, <laughs> not even a response. I'm like, all right, I'm talking too much about Jose Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's your uh, he's your Yandy Diaz.
0: Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he is. But Yandy Diaz has become my Yandy Diaz too. I yeah. love him. And he's such Yandy a Yandy
1: Diaz is the guy that Steve and I had on most, if not all of our teams last year. And I think every every week we talk about him. So oh, are you starting this week? What do you think? Oh, what happens if he's sitting on Monday? Are you still starting him? It was just nonstop in the chat with right. turned yes, into a Yandy yes. Diaz chat yes especially
0: when he was hurt and he might have came back like it, it was all about everything hedged on on lineup day everything hedged on Yandy um it's it's amazing how many guys like random people dominated uh, our chats you know
1: and at one point you were just like guys just shut up Yandy Diaz i don't want to read that name again <laughs> so we started coming up with random nicknames so we wouldn't have to say the name
0: initially like five out of eight gladiators Yandy Diaz you know like, <laughs> block for like corner infield um man. all right so we have the free agent tracker on roster resource opened and listed from projected war third is the one guy that hasn't signed yet carlos correa uh, projected for 5.2 war crowdsourced at eight years um for 256 but um i don't know with xander's recent signing um that he's got to get more right
1: I think so. I mean, if you look at the the crowdsource for Turner, for Bogarts, um, it was, it overshot a little bit. They both got about two to 3 million less than, than what was crowdsourced, but they each got, they got four or five more years. So I assume Corey is going to be going through the same thing, especially since he's two years younger than those two guys. Uh, So he's probably going to, I mean, I'm guessing he wants an 11 year deal, just like Turner and Bogarts got Um, in terms of money. If if we trust the crowd the source, I'd say he can get twenty nine to thirty million dollars a year. So Where that's are you gonna go? Giants.
0: Yeah, has to be right. It has to be. I mean, be.
1: they're the team that has the money. They were in on Judge. Yeah. Uh, the Padres were in on Judge, but they they got Bogarts. So Correa is the other big name. Giants want to spend their money. Um, they want to compete. I'd say he's, I mean, they and they they've been rumored to be interested in him. Um, so what is it like I'd say three, thirty, eleven years,
0: and he platoons with Brandon Crawford now, um <laughs> <laughs> so, so then how does that maybe affect that? Like, so Crawford becomes the utility guy, does Tyro stay in the lineup, or is his job a little bit more at risk now if Area does go there? because I agree with you. It, it makes sense. It makes sense with the money being, Placed you know to him after going after Judge.
1: Um, let me pull up the lineup, see what they got. Um looks sounds like they kind of can move to third
0: base. Tyro to third, right? And then Wilmer just plays everywhere, or Wilmer plays more first, and JD is like the you know, the platoon at third.
1: Yeah, or they can put they can put in the outfield. Um makes sense. Yeah, Wilmer at first, JD at DH, something like that.
0: They have Hanegret, right? But I haven't I feeling like... It's, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about Jock.
1: Man, they're going to move... Like, everyone's going to move around. Um, I
0: mean, yeah. Like, yep.
1: even if you just look at their bench, like, Lestella's going to play. Uh, David is going to play. Slater's going to play. And then... So that's three bench guys who we know are going to play. And then you're if you add one guy in Korea, then the fourth bench guy is, say, Lamont Wade, that's four bench guys who are going to play. So... It's going to be all spread around, um, you know. Yaz is probably going to play most days. Haniger, I assume Haniger as well, because he's a righty. Korea um, they will play every day, and that's about it. Maybe yep. maybe Thyro um, is going to play most days. So they've got three or four yeah. guys playing every day, and platoon four or five guys. I think he has on, to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he has to be going there. I think the Dodgers, I know they put it out that they, they don't think the fans would accept them. And I think I think yeah. Twitter... I think Twitter Once went you put and,
1: that out there, you can't make the kind an offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I think Twitter went into a rage about like, they just turned like, I don't know, people just turn into like rage comments about, you know, like, well, his character, what about Trevor Bowers? But like, meanwhile, we're not looking at something that you mentioned like two or three weeks ago, I think, to us that you thought the Dodgers would... Keep it quiet because they go after Otani or Achado opting out. Like a lot of people are talking about, even in the winter meetings now, like things that make sense, not just rage thinking that, you know, it has nothing to do. Like it's a baseball decision, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, sounds like
1: the, I'm looking at Dodgers' peril on Sport Track. It looks like it's projected at 202 million with the tax at 233. Um, and I don't know if they have one, anyone that are. Maybe. So they're probably going to add some players. I don't know if that counts power or not. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, I probably doesn't.
0: But if they add him, they have to pay a whole bunch of luxury tax, right?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It was in the Athletic, right, where they were talking about um, how they're kind of um, – I mean, for the Dodgers, it makes sense to reset this year because there's going to be a ton of free agents mm-hmm. next year, and they'd rather spend next year. They've got a bunch of young guys uh, that – they probably want to give a shot to this year. Um, and when we say give a shot to the young guys, I mean, they're all good enough to make the Dodgers win the division. It's going to be right, close with, right. with the Padres. So it's it's not like a reset where you finish fourth in the division. It's a reset where you might not win the division by 20 games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like people are totally overlooking that. Like, it, it, yeah, that they're not trying. No, they're not trying to have Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, they have such a good team already. Like you said, they're going to compete regardless. It's just going overboard and spending for another guy now. But I think, I think Otani, them trying to land Otani next year, makes so much sense. You know, yeah, definitely the Dodgers with their analytics. Who knows what they have in store for him? If I envision like him hitting 35 homers, having like 10 wins and like 14 saves, he turns into like some sort of hybrid pitcher that does everything. Who knows?
1: Yeah. And you know, I mean the thing about the Dodgers, they can keep their payroll like when the season starts around, I don't know, two ten, two twenty, and then they'll find out what 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 whether the, the Bauer suspension is, is um changed or not and whether they have to pay them or not. But um like at the deadline, it's two thirds of the season is done. So whatever salary you pick up, you only pay a third. So they can pick up like a 30, 40 million dollars in salaries that in terms of the luxury tax doesn't count the full amount. Um right. So they can, I mean, they can go four months, play their young guys, see where the holes are at, and then make some trades at the deadline.
0: Makes make total sense.
1: I, st- I still think they're going to add something. Um, but it probably, I mean, I could see them adding like a Gene Segura, or something like, someone like that. Mm. Um, like a, a $15 million, million dollar guy, um, veteran pre- presence with their young guys. He, he kind of seems like he'd fit the, the, the Dodger mold
0: um yeah that makes sense it could because right now they have to or, or like
1: uh ben attendees, like guys like that um where you just add depth um don't put as much pressure on your young guys um but i mean the, the roster still looks really good despite
0: um, right right it does because vargas will get a good run um chris taylor could still float around he can go to right now they have outman playing left um I mean, I mean
1: with with Betts, Freeman, Smith, uh, Muncy, and then say Lux Taylor, um, you've got a solid six and you have like three stars at the top, basically. Yep. Um, so I'm I mean, I don't know their their prospects very well. So I assume they have some guys they like, but if you just have like one or two bats um veteran guys, 10, 15 million a year, um throw that in there with with their pitching staff um and their bullpen which is really underrated. Um, I mean, there's no huge names on that bullpen, but they're all really good. So, yep. um, it, I mean, it, it's a good enough lineup to, to win the division.
0: Yeah, and I think someone like Ben Benintendi is is going to hinge on what happens to Nimmo. I think Nimmo is going to set yeah. it. And then he's the next guy on the list of projected war, which is interesting. Same projected war as Trey Turner for next year, 4.7. But I think it's, I think the Mets are trying to actively trade for Brian Reynolds. And I think if they don't land him, I think they're going to scoop Nimmo back up. But that's, I don't know if that's just the Met fan and me talking or if just practical application to what they need right now.
1: I mean, Nimmo's going to, no matter where he goes, Nimmo's going to get a ton of money. Um, There's, I think I read there's what, nine teams interested in him. Um, Because he's. Everyone needs an outfielder basically. <laughs>
0: yep. So, and then yeah,
1: he's, he's gonna like you said Benny's gonna get overpaid after that because he's right. the next guy on the list. And-
0: yeah, yeah. Like and I think he's I think they're similar enough, you know, of a player uh, both bat lefty, good contact guys, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, get on base type of guys. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I hope I like Nimo, I just like his whole mentality, his whole he gets a walk and charges over the first base. Um he's what do you think about his ADP right now? It's it, it's interesting because last year, I think we'll kind of love where he was because he was obviously that's like you know, that sneaky. Well, if he plays and he did play now, yeah. Are we falling into the trap of like, are we counting on too much of that playing time now with that his current ADP?
1: Um, what, what where is it going right now? Do you know?
0: Um, I think for gladiator, he was in the 180s, 170, 180. Um, I'll check, I'll check draft champions too. Um, yeah, draft champions 192. Wow, 192. That's that's actually late. That's interesting.
1: Um, But I mean, if you look at at the skills, he's the exact same player,
0: basically. Yeah, it's just playing time.
1: Yeah, he doesn't still bases, he's a 15 home run bat and he's been back for in 21 21 it was eight home runs in 386 in 2028 and 225 then eight in 254 before that um with a juicier ball so right so that the 15 to 17 home runs makes sense average is the same basically
0: yeah, and yeah. it's also i a mean good. it
1: is it, it shows how much we know about injuries doesn't it I mean <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: it's 120 picks for the same player, but because he was healthy for one season. Now he's not injury prone anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just it's it's interesting. It, it, injuries are so all, all it takes is one season, right? And obviously yeah. a lot of people are like, oh he's that's it. This is this is the this is the new Brandon Nimmo who's gonna, you know. 673 plate appearances, um, 102 runs in that Met offense. Um, That's another thing, right? You know, he goes to a team that the Mets scored a lot of runs last year. I mean, yeah. at, at least a decent amount. I think I just read because I was reading about Verlander, um, I think in the Podhorser article on Fangraph, but the Mets actually scored more runs than the Astros last year. I wouldn't have guessed that off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, I know he's- The other thing face- is
1: he's not an automatic to lead off wherever he goes. Good point. Um, the Mets like them there. But, well, like, if he's if he signed with the Jays, um, I am not sure he's a top of the order bat, uh, especially if he doesn't have, you know, I, I don't know. Well, the other thing is, I don't know if the Mets didn't want him to steal or he didn't, but um, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at his, I'm looking up for his um, sprint speed. You probably know it off the top of your head because he's a Mets.
0: Is he fast? I don't look at sprint speed no i got time for that no what, uh, what about my speed give me i'd say if i'm gonna take a guess this is a good game <laughs> this is a good game guess guess the sprint speed i'll say sixty-eight percentile
1: uh he is i, I gotta convert the percentile now you're trying a ball at me um where is it is that? anyways he's at he's at 28.7 which is if i'm just eyeballing my um my scroll on the on the right of the screen. Actually he's so he's 92nd out of 582. So it's what 80th percentile roughly.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Oh, he is I'll pretty scroll. fast. He just doesn't steal bases. So would yeah, I guess it makes sense to lead off, but then the other team his new team might let him steal more bases. Um that's possible as well.
0: Uh you know what? I have to go to the game mod because I remember us. Um there was yeah, the yeah, that's it. He he stole two in one week. Because I remember us talking about a starter set or something like that. And um we, we had mentioned how oh, well he hasn't he's only got one steal all year and he stole yeah. two in that same week, nine eleven and uh, I mean nine eighteen and nine <clears> twenty-three. <throat> and I remember being like, Man, all of a sudden he's starting to steal. I remember watching the game and it's like all of a sudden he's taking off now, you know. Um he can do it. You're hundred percent right.
1: I remember you said there was a bunch of times where he tried to steal um, and like the, they'd hit and play, there'd be foul balls and like that. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. That's super. And that's something I, you know, that should be, it should be a stat on that. But he took off a lot on hit and run opportunities or he just took, I just, or maybe if they weren't hit and run, but the, but the batter just swung away, you know? Here's Um, something
1: for you. Um, He's, uh, are you looking at his his stats right now? No, yeah. Okay, so never mind, you'll know. How many? Um he's I'll just tell you then he's attempted 17 stolen bases, nine for 17 the last three years.
0: Yeah, not good.
1: That's horrible. Yeah. So maybe I mean he's fast, so maybe it's a timing issue. So maybe the, the neurals allow him to to time the, the pitch a little bit more. Um and he can steal more bases. But yeah, no matter the team, no team's gonna let him steal if he's um
0: just 50%. Though so he's one guy who could use the four and a half inches. Not that we could all use it, but he could use <laughs> it. He could use it. Um all right. Who's next? Um we had enough of Nemo. Trey Turner has signed. Um what's your thoughts on Turner? Is it, it's just a lateral? I mean, he's just gone to yeah. a similar offense, right? Um
1: I knew it was coming because Bobby Big Buck's called Bobby it Big Buck like called months it. ago.
0: Whatever Bobby Big Buck Scramatola <laughs> is going to say right now, just, just, just listen. He might as well be setting the Vegas odds right now. Cause he's just, <laughs> he is like what they say, running pure. Um, he's winning it all. Yep. Main events, DFS, whatever you got. He's, he's calling, he called this two years ago. He's, he's a stud. <laughs> Number he, Bob is the one, one right now for sure. Um, <clears throat> Carlos Rodon, uh, Next on the list, unsigned, crowdsourced for five years, 135. Um, it's going to get a
1: lot more than that.
0: It's um, going to get a lot more than that. Um, if, I mean,
1: if you just look at the starting pitchers, um, so the Grom got um, similar AAV, but two more years than he was um, projected for. Berlander got the same number of years, but 17 more million that was projected. Um, Heaney was projected two for 20. Actually, well, 20 million over two years. He got 25. Um, Quintana, 24 million for two years. He got 26. Um, Taillon, 36 million three years. He got 68 for four. So um, pitchers are getting more. I would say the five years probably make sense. I don't know if any teams are going to be willing to go more than that. I think that's what's been rumored, but I think he can get at least he can probably get his like 150.
0: 150 yeah. for five. Possibly back to the Giants or you no? Know. Um it, I it mean sounds,
1: I mean it sounds like the Mets are just gonna open up the wall and get him. Who <laughs> the Mets? The Mets.
0: Yeah. I would I mean I would uh, would love that. I th- I think they're but they're probably really considering him and Senga, you know? Yeah. I would, I would think so, um, but it makes okay. sense. I mean, oh man, I would love that. I mean, if if you're gonna lose the Grom and come back with Cantana, Verlander um, and and Bassett too, because that's a big loss too. I like Bassett. Yeah. I think he's a really solid pitcher. Um, oh man, yeah. I don't know. There's there's, so, there's still so much left. Like so much has happened, but there's still a lot that's that's left. You know. Um, yeah
1: there's so, i mean there's so many and like every team could use Rodon basically. Um every team right. that wants to could use an extra starter. So um yeah he, he's he's going a lot of money and when one's bidding more it seems like the the Mets often win especially now <laughs> that they, they didn't get any of the, of the huge names other than Verlander so um like I could see them uh, opening up the wallet for Rodon.
0: Xander Bogart. 11 years, uh, 290, um, 280, 280. Um, yeah, this was, uh, this was, I think, it's just shockingly, I guess, because of how long they're willing to pay these guys for. You know, obviously, they're not yeah. thinking, you know, about and what's going to happen when they're 41, but, um, uh, this is this one caught me a little bit by surprise. Do you think he? is there any help because he's you know, playing with Tatis and Soto um, in that lineup or it's just just he's the same guy? His projection uh, went up a little bit, right? I think I just see yeah, yeah. a homer difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make a big difference. And even in terms of strength of lineup, I'm not someone who really pays attention to runs and RBIs. Um, I like to maximize volume. So as long as I draft, just – decent hitters all be near the top in runs and RBIs um, just from paying attention, playing for volume and all that stuff. Um, right. So, I mean, I, I won't pay more for a, a hitter on a better team because I think he might get an extra five or 10 runs um, that I don't think, I mean, at least to me, they're not worth that much to the way I build my teams and the way I play. So um, in right. draft yeah. champions maybe a little bit more, but at,
0: even then. It'd be more um, like batting spot than than like yeah. the team. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's more it's more about getting extra play appearances.
0: Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I, guess,
1: and I guess if you have like someone behind you to, uh, to 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 cover you, force the teams to throw you decent pitches, um, that helps as well. It's it's hard to measure, but we know we know there's there's something there.
0: Yeah, and he right now is going off the board in draft champions at around pick eighty eight. Um, right next to Juan De Franco and a little bit before Willie Adames, and he's just going to get the natural hype. He's going to move up off of just off of signing with the Padres, yeah. right? It's just it just happens like that. Um, not,
1: not that it really should because that we like there's very little risk that they they don't sign. Um, the guys who don't sign, like, I could see a um they're like the middle guys who are tied to qualifying offer. Um, like if in a year where not everyone's looking for a pitcher, I could see Nate Eovaldi, um kind of waiting around. Um, hmm. Just Nate because Nevaldi. he's tied to qualifying offers, so teams don't want to give up the picks. Um, and I think it's what happened with um, – it was Kimbrough a couple of years ago, right? It went, it, I don't know if it's new, the same thing in UCBA, but if you wait until July, um, the qualifying offer goes away or something like the draft the company Oh, or yes. A, after yep. the draft, right? After the draft, the draft the compensation is gone.
0: I think I remember that being brought up because of Conforto, right? Last year. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it turned out he was hurt. So, yeah, it turned, what a dud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so, I,
1: I could see something like that with Evaldi, except. Um, once, once Rodon and Bassett sign, there's probably going to be at least five or six teams looking for a starting pitcher who, so at, at one point, one of them is just going to say, we'll give up the picks and we'll, we'll sign. I kind of,
0: I kind of like, you know, I kind of look at the, I still have the player page up the roster from the Dodgers and I see Pepio there, that's P5. That seems like a good E of all the landing spot possibly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That could make sense.
0: You know, oh. um, all right, let's skip Bogart's uh, Verlander. I mean, what's there to say about Verlander, right? I mean, he surprised us by, again, this is a uh, uh, guy came off Tommy John and he pitched more innings than anyone expected to. Yeah. I, I think his, his K rate and his stuff kind of came down, but, you know, we also all wondered about, like, you know, that first year coming off Tommy John. And I kind of noticed too, like, um, his heat maps in the last couple of months or his last couple of starts. His, his his fastball started like, you know, getting a little bit more of that ride. Like it started getting more and more up in the zone. So who knows, like maybe just that location and the Ks come back a little more, but I like to switch to city Field for him for sure.
1: Yeah, even in the in the second half, his Ks were up to 10.55 per night, uh, compared to 8.9 in the first half. So um, it's not quite what he was doing in, in 2018 and 2019, but um, Ks have come down... League wide a little bit since then. Good
0: um, point. Yep.
1: So it's and I mean he's he's forty, so you'd expect strikeouts to come down a little bit.
0: um I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that clip of the uh, the Oklahoma yeah, State yeah. football? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite ones ever. I'm yeah. a man. I'm forty. <laughs> Every time we hear someone say I'm forty, I used to, that just pops <laughs> in my head, man. Oh, uh, that guy was great. He he just he just ranted on that journalist. Oh man, yeah, oh, terrible.
1: oh right, that's so, one of one of the famous ones.
0: Yeah, it is that it one is. and that one in playoffs, playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and then it's green. That 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 rounds out the top three. The yeah. Bears are who we thought they were. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. That's just classic. Yeah. Um uh Dansby Swanson, um, I guess he's just the, he's gonna him, him and Correa are gonna uh be battling it out for landing spots. Um
1: yeah. It, it sounds stop. like the, the Cubs want to spend and it, Dansby just seems the Cubs kind of player.
0: I I um, kind of I kind of you know it's funny because like last year I kind of liked what the Cubs were doing, and if they do add Swanson, I really like that. I really like that. It gives them the opportunity to then maybe dangle magical for anyone who would possibly (laughs) want him. But still, like really, really anyone, like really anybody, (laughs) yeah. But you know, some teams will still like you know try to you know get a guy like that. Um,
1: I mean, like like the Cubs have, like they've already told Horner, we're going to move you to second base.
0: Right. They told you can't. Yeah.
1: you can't say that and then bring in like Elvis Andrews. <laughs> like oh.
0: Elvis. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like
1: if you do that, you have to like it, if they said that it's because they expect to the sign one of the top short stuff. Um right. for he, long
0: term. Yeah, because Nico was a near gold glove at short. So you can't, yeah. you know, you gotta come in hard with the replacement. That makes total sense. And I I like it, man. If if they get Swanson, that's a real sneaky team. It's probably one of those sneaky teams that'll be a good a good prop bet early in the season for like, you know, making it out of the making it hit a playoffs or something like that, you know, or just taking a long playoffs. shot. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> Frickin' Weimer. He he's over here texting us questions. Just, just get in the chat, Steve. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, all right. It seems
1: like the Cubs come down to uh whether Kyle Hendricks can bounce back. Because, yeah. I mean, with, with Strowman, like they don't have an ace, but with Strowman, Ty Young, um, Justin Steele, like who was good when he was healthy last year, I think he can step it up. If Hendricks just is half decent, um, they've got a decent, decent four starters.
0: Their yeah. bullpen
1: is bad, but it's it's, it's I mean, they Rodriguez, it together,
0: sneaky, can be, yeah, sneakily last year, and yeah. I guess too. Like, Alzale and Keegan Thompson are like the, the um, uh, you know, they could swing into like possible openers or even yeah. you know, throw four or five innings, they have that kind of utility advantage with those guys, too. Um, and
1: Samson had a sneaky good year last. I don't think he can, I mean, his projected steamer yard is 4.96. Um, so I don't think it doesn't seem like the kind who can. Repeated three point eleven ERA, but um, yeah, but maybe the, maybe limiting him to four or five innings, not going third time through the order, and then you bring in um, those Alex Thompson, like you said, um, maybe they can make him better than than he actually is. So, um, but
0: it, I mean, roster doesn't have Woznieski is one of their five, and I just yeah, you're right. Don't see how that's going to happen. You know, I mean, yeah. he looked really yeah, good at the right. end He's of last year. There. Yeah, even the old Javier Assad. Uh, <laughs> Oh man,
1: <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> He was one of your guys last year I'm like, just don't
0: No, he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't my guy, my guy
1: I, I just remember at the end of your asking You kept asking about him About his wife pick him up
0: I think, I think he was the guy I just wanted to annoy everyone with <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you know someone's bad, it's just a bad pick, but you just want to make sure, you know, so you just throw it out anyways. Like, what do you guys think about this guy? It's just like a confirmation, you know, like, all right, he does suck. All right, I get it. Good. Um, all right, so Dan's B's out there. Uh, Kershaw re-signing Dodgers. That doesn't really do much. He's going to get great innings, right? You're going to get great innings from him. No matter yeah. how much you betches. Um I, I,
1: I've been getting a little bit in those gladiators for that reason. Um, yeah, if I can get on 20 innings of good ratios, it's better than most pitchers who are, going, who are going around where he's getting drafted.
0: Yep, and and I do think that in the gladiators, there's too there's too much of a knockdown for those pitchers that were worried about the innings load, like him and Scherzer. I think they they're getting they're getting discounted too much because of our concern over that. But I think, like I mentioned prior, like we can't knock down their great ratios you know like in draft camp yeah. or fab league we put in a pitcher and they're obviously not max scherzer or clayton kershaw and 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 you know we we can ruin our stats and i think yeah. just getting 130 innings of of, of a 2.4 you know is, is solid you know
1: yeah um, i mean just if you compare with say um muñoz or duran who um, are probably, I mean, if you project that maybe four or five wins with eight to ten saves, if you just add up wins and saves together, you're looking at 12 to 15 wins plus saves, um, which Kershaw might not get that high, but he can probably get 10 to 12 wins in his 23 starts, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of ratios, he's not going to have the same yari and whip as those guys, but he's throwing about twice as much as twice as many innings. So in terms of racial impact, it's going to be the same, uh, but he's going later than both those guys. So um, for for me, I I can't, when I my draft Kershaw, I kind of think of him as um, say third relief pitcher. I just make sure I go seven and two if I have Kershaw, or at least I try to go seven and two if if I draft Kershaw, um, just to make up the, the volume elsewhere. Um, but lock, like lock in the lock in those ratios.
0: I like that move. That's solid. Actually, I,
1: actually, I, I try to go seven and two, but I've got. Um, 12 drafts going on right now. So it's possible that on the Kershaw <laughs> team it'll slip by and I'll end up going six and three. Um actually it, it's quite likely. Um, uh, but <laughs> if you if you draft Kershaw, try and go seven and two.
0: <laughs> right. Oh my god, 12 weeks, maniac. Um <laughs> turning Jean right, Se- Gene Segura is still out there. Um crowdsourced at two years for 24 mil, but um Talk to me, next guy on the list is Andrew Heaney. Do you think that he forgets what he learned with the Dodgers? Like a lot of people are predicting he will. <laughs> like he just goes to another team and he forgets everything that helped them get to be a better pitcher.
1: How can you – you can't forget everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just saying, some
0: people are saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it, – because it, it wasn't like the, the, the Dodgers um, – defense or their ability to shift or just play lineup that the the defense properly, it's yet 13.6 K per nine. Um, fascinating. So, I mean, he's, and he, he was terrible in spring training. Um, so remember in spring training last year, people were saying like, why did the Dodgers waste money on this guy? Um, yep. Terrible. And so, uh, but I mean, it comes down to, to injury with him. Um, Last time he threw in twenty eighteen, he threw one hundred eighty innings. Uh, I think in twenty nineteen, he threw some in Triple So yeah, he threw
0: nine.
1: Uh, actually, no, twenty nineteen was still only one hundred innings. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's, and last, he had two separate injuries. I think um,
0: he did. So um, seventy two innings, it's, but he was so wiped out in those innings. Yeah. I was
1: upset last year because when I mean when my teams weren't doing it as well as the year before, and I mean that was hard to match. But you you get my point. Um, I kept thinking, man, Andrew Heaney is is my Robbie Ray. He's my game changer, potential Cy Young winner if he can just stay healthy. But he only threw seventy innings, and so I just waste a bench spot for most most of the year on him. Me too. Um, yep. But but w- with with the K's going being way up. um, he looked good, and if, he, if he'd pitch all year, um, he would have gone at least more than five innings um, at least more often than he did last year. Um, so it's just a frustrating year because I think he was a potential difference maker last year. Um, as far as as far as far this year, I mean, for the skills upside, it's worth the risk, but you just have to pick the right format. Because, uh, I mean, Kershaw, I think it's, it's easy to bank on 120, 130 innings from Kershaw. Um, Heaney, you can't do that because he's hasn't done it all that often. Yeah. Right. So, uh, cause you know, Kershaw, it's just like, he's not really hurt. They're just kind of resting him, keeping him fresh. His back is going to tighten up at some point in the year, give him two weeks off and he comes back and he's dominant again.
0: Um, Load management, it, baby.
1: Yeah. But Heaney, you don't know if there, it's going to be like that. So I think it's just picking the right format, um, And OC probably makes more sense for him with replacement value that's higher, or if his ADP plays low enough, then you can take a shot. And if, if he goes back to who he was with the angels, then you drop him, but he's definitely um, more risky because of it, of his ADP than, than he was last year.
0: Yeah. Right. Totally agree. He was in a perfect spot last year um, to just take a, take a you know take a good shot on see steamer has got him down for projected 10 10.4 k per nine after last year's thirteen six in 2021 it was 10 4 so it's like they're putting him back to what like historical was before that yeah. but his his home run per nine they have for 1.2 after him putting up 1.7 last year and two in 2021 yeah so still gave up t- a
1: ton of home runs um yeah. yep but, I mean, going to Texas for Dodgers is – I mean, it, Dodgers Park is pretty neutral, but it, there, are, there are a lot of home runs here in that park. Um, yeah. So, I think the park might be a little bit favorable for him. Favorable for him. Um, I believe he has an opt-out, right, after the first year?
0: Um, yeah, can opt-out for 2023.
1: Yeah. So, um, yep. I don't know if, if the whole motivation thing is uh, – Works for pitchers as well, but um, you never know. Mm -hmm. It's risky, but big upside.
0: Jose Abreu on the Houston Astros. Um, Does that change anything for for Jose Abreu for you?
1: Um, As always, I'm going to say not really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe a little bit in in the Astros' case because they've if if the Astros paid up for him like the Astros are a smart organization they're one of the few organizations we can say if if they like someone it usually works out um yeah
0: and I heard I heard Eno Saris and DVR making a great point about how like some people might say oh they overpaid for him but um they put it in the context of like but they're so cost controlled elsewhere that they can afford yeah. this one overpay. And it got me thinking too, about like, that's like a fantasy auction. Right. You know, if you get like your, if you get Kyle Tucker, like six bucks cheaper than you thought, you're like, Ooh, now I can spend somewhere else. You know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's like a similar <laughs> thought, you know, but they, they did it in real life with, you know, Abreu. will um, I think he'll bat behind. I think he'll bat like fifth, right. Behind Tucker. And I hope Tucker hits two this year, man. I, Jay-Z. He really Jay-Z, our boy Jay-Z, Jeff Zimmerman, wrote a great article on Fangraphs, his his hitter projections, um, his hitter ranks, and he he spoke about that. If, you know, we don't want Tucker to lead off because he'd lose a chunk of RBIs, but second would be the sweet spot, and he could be one of the better, you know, offensive uh, bats for fantasy yeah. if that happens.
1: Going back to I mean that the Astros needed for his baseman. And yep. once, uh, once Rizzo signed back for the Yankees, um, he became the target. Basically, said we're gonna pay whatever it takes. And I mean, if you compare with the, um, the Josh Bell contract, I mean, thirty three for two years or fifty eight for three years for you Uh, I, I mean, I, I pick Jose
0: over Bell yeah. anytime. Hundred percent, absolutely. Um, Anthony Rizzo going back to New York. It, it, do you expect him to be helped by this uh, shift at all? It's a big time pull hitter. Um, pull yeah, hitters gonna- for life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to help him. Um, I mean, his average the last three years is, I mean, I'm just eyeballing here looking at about 235. Actually, you know what? It's this great fangrass feature that no one uses. You can click and shift making out three years. So his betting average last three is 234 combined. Um, and before the, kid, the shift became prominent, I mean, he was a 280 hitter before that. So um, I don't think he quite goes back to that. Um, I'm guessing he started to hit more fly balls, hit more home runs. So that's part of it. Uh, let's see.
0: Which tool, which tool are you talking about?
1: Uh, are you on a fan player page right now? Yeah. Okay, so click on um, like right, like the empty space beside the year, and click shift. Uh, press on shift on your keyboard
0: at the same time. The empty space,
1: or just oh. like just any empty, like in a row. Like, say, if, if, are you on Rizzo's page? Yeah. Like oh oh oh
0: oh oh to group them in years. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know oh, that, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I don't know yeah I, I thought you were talking about. A tab for shifts, and I was no,
1: like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, talking about adding because I'm like, I like an idiot, I was eyeballing and trying to guess what his average was over the last three years. Um, but I just realized you can click shift and, and get all three years together. Yep. Um, but yeah, his, his five all percentage basically went up to 43.1 percent the last three years, and before that, with the Cubs, it was 36.3 so, um. You can't say, I mean, it's it's not all the ship that his average dropped by about 50 points. Um, no, he's, he's it's when he had more fly balls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Yeah. Um, if you hit the ball in the year, average goes way down. So, uh, but I could see without the shift, maybe he brings his fly ball percentage. I don't know, if he can get 250, 260 hitter, maybe. Um, but I mean, it seems, um, yeah, it played well for the Yankees. Seems like a decent signing.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's a good park for him, and I think he played into it a little bit, and I think he's got a good enough bat to uh, to take care of that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Who else do we want to talk about here? Intana um, Catchers are boring. Catchers are boring. Um, we mentioned Hanager. Uh, Tyone. I guess Tyone versus Walker. Did you see... Did you have a pref like their preference for you in fantasy or just in real life? Do you think anyone is has an edge on being a better pitcher?
1: Um, well, it depends if if the the Goldilocks ball store within the Yankee
0: Stadium. <laughs> the Goldilocks <gym. laughs> ball, baby.
1: Is is true or not? Um,
0: put an asterisk on it. Everyone on Twitter. Put an asterisk <laughs> on it. Why? Could might have hit three homers with a different ball. Like, get over yourselves.
1: I mean, mean, it's it's interesting to read, but I mean, (laughs) it it was a sample of 206 balls, I believe, or 204. 36 of those were um, Goldilocks, and they said the large majority of those were um, special um, balls, right? Yeah, exactly. So for the postseason, for the All-Star game, uh, the Texas Rangers had some, and then the Judge Yankees ball. So I assume like the... MLB are just stupid and they grab the balls elsewhere from last year's batch because they wanted to stamp them. It was from like a different set of ball. I don't like, I don't know.
0: Um, I always wondered too, like they, they talked about the ones they bought as like in the souvenir shop. Like, are those going to be the same exact ball that they play with?
1: Yeah, I've got, I don't know. I, I don't
0: know. I like, never mentioned that. I don't know when I like, has brought that up. I, I don't know.
1: So, um, but I, don't know, I, I just thought like one of the responses to, 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 to the, the, the article was someone said, it, it, I mean, it's interesting, but it would have been nice to have a larger sample. Um, yep. Yep. Makes it, sense. It, it, it could be nothing. Um, it could be huge, but it could be nothing. Based on what we've seen from MLB in the last few years, they've always changed their story about the balls. They've denied stuff and said, yeah, you're right. We, this happened because of COVID and whatever. So they're really hard to trust um but like no matter what in terms of of fantasy it's impossible to guess so right. you just go with what you think and then adjust in season um but like even last of the ball like it didn't. the only thing it really changes is if with a dead ball pitchers become more streamable in season because that mediocre starter um, with a juice ball is going to go four innings and give up the two to three runs. With a dead ball, he's going to go five innings and give up two to three runs or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. So Good he point. goes, like the mediocre started with the dead ball goes five innings, so you have a chance at the win, which you don't with the juice ball because they take him out before that. Um, Good point. But even then, the way the environment is going right now, uh, sorry, the, the way teams are going in terms of pitching, streaming starters is never a great strategy yeah so (laughs) like that was through back in through back in 2018 2019 uh i remember back then 2018 was my first year playing um and then 2019 i'm like "Ah, i'm gonna stream two-star pitchers it's great strategy um (laughs) but then 2019 is when they came out with the super juice ball um where it became impossible to stream so that's why 2019 well it's not the only reason but um that's why one of the reasons why it was a bad year Um, at least on a good portion of my teams so um, back to that in terms of the ball it doesn't change that much I mean it's all yes some hitters are gonna be a little bit better with with a juice ball but you can't like it's not gonna be from 10 to 20 home runs Um, right yeah
0: that's too drastic
1: like it's not it might like some players it for most players you can say it's gonna increase by 10% And then some might be 15 and some might be 5%. Like it's not, it's not the whole, um, you can't say when you look at a player page and, ah, well, he had 30 home runs in 2019. It's because the juice ball. And then he hasn't had more than 15 since then. It's because he had a breakout year. Everything worked his way. It's not just the juice ball. Sure. It helped, but it's not like, um, like a player is not going to twice as many home runs just because the, the ball flies five feet further. Um, the one thing that changed last year is hitting volume became less important. Um, yep. So if, if, if there's, uh, sorry, I just smacked the headphones out of my uh, ears. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so if there's fewer runs, then every plate appearance is worth fewer SGP, basically. Um, instead of hitting your, your streamable hitter, um, instead of saying he's going to hit half a home run in the week, it's going to be 0.4 home run. So when it comes down to making a decision between a star player with two games or a bad player with three games, you're more likely to lean towards the player, the star player with two games um, when scoring is down because every player appearance is worth fewer SGP. Um, so volume isn't as important, um, but that's, in terms of draft strategy, it doesn't change much because, I, I mean, uh, people always say, Phil, you stream, you stream hitting, that's how you win. Streaming hitting is always a backup option. Like the, yeah. the diamond I won last year or the, the main event I won in, um, in 2021, 20, I, I made fewer moves on that team that I've made on all my other teams just because my team was good. Uh, so when your team is good, you don't have to stream hitting. When you start streaming hitting, hitting it's a backup plan because something didn't work out. Um, so it's never a strategy. It's just a backup plan. So with, without, even if, it, if offense is down or if offense is up, I'm going to drop the exact same way. But then three weeks in, when we see what the ball kind of looks like, then I'll adjust my numbers. And at that point, you can decide, okay, do I try to stream hitting nonstop because the ton of offense have to maximize volume? Or... Um, do you play your star players more, and then use those last two bench spots for for starting pitchers or relievers, things like that? So, um, bottom line is, it's. I mean, everyone talks about the ball. I talk about the ball. It's interesting for some people. Some don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but bottom line for fantasy, I don't think it matters.
0: <laughs> I love it, or at least, yeah.
1: or at least it matters very little.
0: Yeah, I like it. I totally agree. I that think- was my my ball rent. No, no, I think that, yeah, I think it's, like, chaos is a ladder. I mean, everyone else is scrambling, trying to, like, over-adjust. It's just, 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 just don't even do it, you know?
1: Yeah, and I even said it last year. I mean, I, I think in one of the pods we said mid-season, it, it seemed like the the guys that we projected for 20 home runs were, more, were hurt more by by the dead ball and that they end up hitting 10 to 12. Yep. Or 10 to 15. But when I ran numbers the end of the year, there was nothing there. Um, I think it just happened to be a year where um, the heavy power guys stayed healthy. Judge stayed healthy. Schwarber stayed healthy. Had a big year. Um, a bunch of old guys hit a ton of home runs. Um, so it looked like the heavy power guys benefited from the dead ball. Uh, but there's a bunch of um, power guys that were – that did benefit from from, from the – from the, the that ball and yep. compared to the other players, so, um, yeah. So right. I, I mean, I thought it might have been something last year when I ran my numbers. It wasn't. So this year, I'm really barely paying attention to the ball. I'm just focusing on value and drafting better players. All
0: right, I'm going to ask you about one more guy, and then I have a fun, interesting game before um, we get out of here. Zach Eflin, right. um, gets three years, forty mil from the uh, Rays. Yeah. Interesting. 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 I don't know. He's got an interesting profile. He's very close to like Drew Rasmussen for me, especially uh, not the velo, but the pitch mix. Um, what they might you know try to lean in with him, you know, in terms of the pitch mix to turn him into. I think he's a pretty serviceable pitcher as long as his knees stay healthy. But this is just caught my eye the length, the the amount of uh, money that the Rays gave him
1: yeah he's a he's a race kind of player it seems right um i mean the 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 issue with him is that he's not gonna throw a ton of it um especially with the rays they're gonna be careful with their investment um and he's i mean he hasn't pitched the last three years 70 but basically 78 the 108 and then 59 in 2020 um so, what is it, like, 130, 140? Um, yeah. And the thing with the Rays is it's not um, it's not going to be starts that they limit, but they're going to take them out after four to five innings, keep them fresh, um, kind of like they did with Rasmus last So It's actually a really good comp Yeah.
0: Um,
1: in terms of both skills, pitch mix, and all that stuff. Um, yep.
0: Who throws more innings, Eflin or Glasnow? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope Glass now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I, I think um, Glass now is more um, hit or miss. As in, he I could see Glass now throwing 160, or I could see him throw a 30. Right. Whereas <laughs> Eflin, I don't think he goes over 130, 140 um it's glad now if he pitches well they're gonna let him go um they might give him a bit of a rest that's parts of the year um but um i think they'll mostly let him pitch um just because he's their best starter and they they want him in there as much as, as, as they can um and he's a better player. So when when your ERA is lower, then you throw more innings. Um it's just how it works. Right. Um Makes fewer sense. base runners, fewer pitches to get through an inning and, and and so on. Um so i I mean if if let's say if Eflin... um how do I word this? Um I'd be more interested in in the Upside of, actually, let me compare Eflin with Heaney last year. Last year, I loved Heaney because if the Dodgers managed to turn him around, um, there was potential for 150, 160 innings um, if he stayed healthy. With Eflin, you need the turnaround and you need the Rays to let him pitch more innings um, than we expect. Um, Doesn't mean it's a bad pick. Uh, It depends where his ADP settles. I just think the the upside is, is a little bit limited um, compared to the other guys in that range.
0: I like it. I like the sound of that. All right, I got a draft in a little bit, so I'm going to ask you this really interesting question that I was talking to Ryan Bonanzio about. We had a phone conversation, <laughs> and I was wondering the impact of a player's name, right, on their hype or their value. So two guys in question, right? Because I think we were talking about like profiles like Vlad Jr. and Alonzo and Goldschmidt and how they're pretty similar, but they're like, they have a wide, you know, spread of, 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 of ADP. So like, would, would Vlad Jr. Be in that top pick conversation, top five, seven, without that Vlad Jr.? like if he wasn't Vlad Guerrero's son.
1: Yeah. Would he
0: you. would he be as hyped? Or would or would he go closer to Pete Alonso or would Pete Alonso go closer to him? You know what I'm saying? Like
1: Yeah. I know
0: yeah. I, I know that upside of Vlad is is the 330. Like that triple crown type year, but in theory he's not that much, you know, different from those guys, but it's just like his name right carries so much. And here's here's another guy I'll give you before you could respond. <clears throat> like Vinny Pascantino, right? We love yeah. him. Yeah. He's got the Italian name. He's got a great, great, like it's the it's the country breakfast, you know, Italian yeah. breakfast. I mean, but like what if he was Matt Smith?
1: That's we're we're talking really <laughs> name and not prospect pedigree, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. You what know if his name was yeah, different or like he wasn't um, that Italian breakfast? Would he be getting this much hype? With this much love, yeah. I guess. It's,
1: um, I'm, it's probably I'm a stupid at, question. It's I'm just like at, in I, my head. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I'm looking at Vlad versus Pete right now. Um Batting average, they, they both built four years, about the same number of played appearances. Um Vlad, 284 average. Pete, 261. Okay. Uh Vlad has 13 stolen bases. Pete has 10. And home runs, Pete has 146. And Vlad has 104. Um, So if you add up the four years, Pete's been a better fantasy player. Um, Vlad's been a, uh, it's been similar in terms of real life. Um, I guess the hype with Vlad is we know the batting average is going to be there.
0: Right.
1: So in terms of um, projected batting average, Right now, Steamer has him thirty points more than Pete, so we know he's gonna he's gonna have that over over Alonso. So I think, despite what they did last year,
0: right. um,
1: I still think Vlad has has the has the higher floor and higher ceiling for batting batting average. Me too. Um, he's got a little bit more speed. Um, so then it comes down to power. Alonso's hit more home runs, but can you say that he has more power than Vlad?
0: He needs a polar Bear, of course <laughs> Uh, i mean i don't know i it's tough because like last year i felt too like as a uh, just just watching him as a hitter he he became less of like let me just try to muscle everything to left field and jack him like he took pitches the other way more than ever he became more of a complete hitter like with his approach um but yeah i mean just
1: i mean the difference uh, is career launch angle uh, Pete is 15.9 and Vlad is 6.5. So...
0: That crazy, right?
1: Right. It's just... I mean, with Vlad, it's always... If he goes back to that launch angle in 2021, gets the ball in the air, he's a potential you know, with, with the new ball a little bit less, but let's say 40 to 45 home runs, uh, 290 average with 10 stolen bases, 5 to 10. Um... So Pete doesn't have that upside. So are you paying for the name or paying for the upside? That's the But I, I I get your point that I I totally agree with you when Vlad came to the league, he was getting pushed up because of name.
0: Yeah. And the pedigree. I think
1: I I I think once a player's in the league for 3 4 years, once projections stabilize, um once we know who the player is, um I don't think it matters. But I do think like when Vlad came in the league, it really mattered. And I think with Vinny, it matters right now. Um, yeah. And yes, Vlad had the prospect pedigree, but I mean, prospect pedigree is always depending on how much attention you pay the guy. Yeah. And then you pay more attention to Vlad Jr. because of that. Um, so,
0: of course. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're more tuned into it for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, we talked a lot about uh, Kevin video when he came to the league. Uh, because of that, um, but we we and like he would he, he was a better player than um, he's kind of regressed since um, since his first couple of years. But even I remember that um, I think it was 2020. Um, he was the, he went like in the fourth round, didn't he?
0: He did. He, he went early, man. Yeah, he, he was really, my biggest
1: really fate I had him as like a probably. I, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I don't remember where he was ranked exactly, but probably a 10th or 15th round pick. And I remember saying on a podcast, I might've been with you, where BGO, was just my biggest fate that year, uh, I didn't see it. And I totally agree with you. And that year, it was the name. Coming off a good rookie season, if his name had been Matt, had been Matt Smith, um, he would not have gone that high. There's no way. Yeah.
0: It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's really so interesting, man. It's just like, it's just, uh, yeah. I just, it was in the, you know, it was, it was just sitting in my brain. I was like, "This it is it's such an interesting topic, like you know, was, yeah. No, great. you're
1: right. Uh yeah, I think it it definitely matters. Yeah, I I, I never thought of it. Um
0: <laughs> like that, right? Cause yeah. Uh yeah. it's just like I said, a stem from I was listening to Ryan and um and fish's uh pod. Um, you know, and uh I I I I got around to, you know, just talking to Ryan too about it. And I was calm say it was a good pod and then we got into the first base (laughs) stuff. And I was like, you know what, that's an interesting thing. Like it's just we're so um I don't know, we're we're so tuned into that. It's just I don't know. It's uh and I but
1: I and I think it also matters for for later picks, um just then not the name itself, but the bias, um like Robbie Ray couple of years ago so many people fading him just because he's Robbie Ray or Andrew Heaney was the same last year ah old Andrew Heaney um (laughs) can never stay healthy he sucks (laughs) gives up a ton of home runs uh we're fading him I think Steven Matz was kind of that as well Uh, I remember I was on him when he was on um on the days in 2021 um just because all of the Mets fans that play NFDC, there's totally fading mats. But when you looked at the numbers, he'd actually been a pretty good pitcher. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there, there's, I mean, it, it's not, in this case, it's not the name, but it's um, just player burning people for years and years and having that reputation. And even if they show signs of turning things around in the second half, or they're showing a different pitch mix or something else. Um, a lot of people are automatically fading players and not not picking up on that stuff. Um, everyone's going to pick up but if, um, um, let's say like Dylan Cease last year, just a slight change, but he's a guy that he's young, that a lot of people like. Uh, but just a, a slight change at the end of twenty twenty one, everyone picked up on it, and his ADP skyrocketed. Um, if if this if if an old pitcher had done the same thing. Um, no one's going to pay attention to it so that's kind of where you have to find the value all of guys that everyone's fading, but that kind of are showing us a sign of turning things around. Um, there's uh, there's some gems there if you, if you can find them not every year, but um, there's most years, there's some players like that and then hope hope you get lucky and they stay healthy and everything breaks your away.
0: Does Cease lose any value because of this st- of the stash coming off <laughs> 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 uh, not, not yeah. part of the elite stash group anymore man it's a big I know. hit
1: and so i was telling you i was daring you to draft um Nicholas, strider and cease on the same team call it stash attack
0: yeah um, stash attack
1: but you can't do it anymore so i'm just it's gonna fade all those guys and uh find different players
0: <laughs> <laughs> sweet all right man i got a draft good talking to you this is great and um we'll do it again sure yeah all right yeah. take care of yeah. all right buddy later all righty, folks thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Hitter podcast thanks for everyone for reaching out and um just giving thanks to whatever the show provides for them any actionable advice and all that fun stuff i think it's the best things to read at the end of the day It's just uh, people who reach out and say they joined the NFBC or trying this format because of my podcast and just listening to whatever these guest experts have to say, um, really helping them going forward. So glad to be providing a service and for everyone who filled out a rating review, super, super thanks. Much love and um, yeah, don't be a bag of shit. Peace.